So it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. At least it's not falling down a well this time. Yeah. I mean, I went missing as well. We all went missing. Did you? Yeah. We haven't uploaded things for like three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I think the last time we went through that length was actually our scheduled break. Yeah. What's the story about what happened to us? Well, you and Chris got jobs. You're going by real life now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always had a job. Yeah, I've still managed to do this. It's true. I don't, I don't want to be sexist, but guys, you can't multitask, can you? Possibly not. <laughs> I was actually at work today. Really? Yeah, yeah. Came home, decided to do this. Fuck's sake. Yeah, what a life I lead. I'm so, I live such an exciting life. <laughs> it has me dancing. How, how are the uh, plastic people? The plastic people? I, I don't make sex dolls, Matt. Yeah, but you kind of do, don't you? Um, you, make, you, make, you turn people's faces to plastic. That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. That's yeah. exactly how it works. It preserves them when they die as well. So, that, yeah, that, that, they don't think about that, do they? You have, like, bones and silicon. In the grave, if anyone was to dig it up, which I don't know why they'd dig it up. That's just weird. Mm. I'm sure there's some creep out there that would do that. Yeah. Chris. I learned something, though, recently. Well, it wasn't really recently, but it's been spoiling around my head for some reason. The phrase, saved by the bell, comes from people being buried alive. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Back in the olden days, like a couple of centuries ago, people just used to guess when other people had died. If I lived back then, I would have been, like, pronounced dead several times just because I fall into a deep (laughs) sleep sometimes. (laughs) What I think some people used to forget is that bells could be quite heavy. Yeah, I I don't think they'd be big bells. I think they'd be little bells. Mm, But then if it's too small, you might not be able to hear it. Well, if they have someone, like, sitting near the grave of someone that's been freshly buried, just in case that person's still alive. Yeah. I think, I think to be honest, once you're down there, you're, you're pretty fucked. I mean, unless they get you in time, but if they don't, you asphyxiate, man. You run out of oxygen, and even if you do manage to get through the coffin, like, the soil would just encave. I don't know if that's the right word, but encave, that's not a word at all, I don't think. It would fall into the coffin. <laughs> Why do I try and be smart about it? It's going to fall into that coffin, yo. Yeah. And it's going to suffocate you, so you're going to die. Yeah, there's no hope for you. Yeah. If you're buried alive, that's that, goodbye. Unless there are any standards, obviously, you can survive that. Yeah. It's, not, it's nice to start on quite a cheerful note, isn't it? Yeah. My boring life and saved by the bell. Yeah. Talking about silicon, though. I just recently started watching Silicon Valley, actually. How many years have I been telling you to watch that for? Yeah, you only gave it to me when I last saw you. Ah, that's where it went. Yeah, you gave it to me. (laughs) I've been craving watching it for ages, but I've only got... I was wondering why I I only had season two. I thought I'd left season one at my parents. No. But yeah, Silicon Valley is amazing. It's not too bad. I don't mind it, actually. I I didn't think I'd like it, but... I told you you'd like it. Why wouldn't you like it? I, I hate that whole world. Oh, you mean the actual Silicon yeah. It's a comedy, man. I know, but It doesn't still, matter about the place. It, it can still be pretty contemptible. Yeah. Uh, I've started watching a new comedy, Showtime comedy, called Smilf. Smilf. Which means single mother I'd like to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really good. I really like it. I think it probably helps that a woman, like, wrote and directs it and produced it or whatever, and she stars in it as well. Yeah. It's like the struggles of a single mother. Anyway. That's not very true to life to you, though, is it? Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm not a single mother. I mean, I do struggle, but I'm not a single mother. <laughs> well, you've got, you got some of those 
characteristics in there. So, mm. I mean, if I was a single mother, I'd probably get more money out of life, but I'd have to probably also spend more money. Yeah, true. Or I could just stop spending money on the crap that I spend for myself and spend it on the damn kid. Nah, nah, I wouldn't do that. I'd be a terrible parent. <laughs> I think we've anyway. already established that any of the participants on this podcast would be terrible parents. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'd be awful, awful, awful. Anyway, should should we get on to this shit that we're talking about? We've got to find the segue or we're just going to not even bother. I mean, I mentioned dancing a little while ago. Did you? Yeah, I said um, my life was so exciting it had me dancing or something like that. Oh, oh, right, yeah. But that was a sly one. It wasn't supposed to be a segue. Yeah. Um, guys, we like to dance. By the way, what are we talking about this week, Matt? Uh, uh, oh, oh, the dancing plague of 1518. That's what we're talking Ooh. about. This week. We're going back in time. We're entering our time machine and going back in time to 1958. This is going to happen. This happens every time we do a historic (laughs) show. I I always go for 19-something. Even if it was in the 1400s, it was like, yeah, Shakespeare was born in 1956. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, he's uh, he's older than my dad. I was going to say almost as old as my dad. He's older than my dad by a few centuries. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, glad we cleared that bit up. So this dancing plague occurred in 1518, Mm. around July time, in the summer, the wet summer, the wet summer, oh god no, why did I say that? The hot summer. (laughs) The wet summer. It could be if you're sweating a lot. Yeah, it could be, and also some people get horny in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Horny is a sweat. I didn't say I did. I said some people, some people (laughs) probably don't get horny in the winter, but they just want to share body warmth. We all know that when you talk about some people, you're talking about yourself. It's like when you say, I'm asking for a friend or something like that. Wait, so when you asked me how to hide a dead body and you said you're asking for a friend, you actually meant that you wanted (laughs) to hide a dead body. You're the one that murdered your cleaner, so, you know, don't start pinning stuff on me. Okay, my fellow podcasters and podcast listeners... Already know I'm too fucking lazy <laughs> to murder anyone. Actually, if I was asking you how to bury someone, though, that means you'd have prior experience of it. I'd be asking you for a reason, wouldn't I? Or oh, just because incriminated I'm into crime. Okay, so anyway, the dancing plague of 1518 started with a Frau Truffaut, or Truffea. It was in France, so I don't quite know what the pronunciation of that name is. Yeah. I'm glad you did that pronunciation, though. It was in Strasbourg, which was part of the Roman Empire, if you weren't aware. Yes, I did some Googling for this. (laughs) Uh, It started a week before the festival of Mary Magdalene. So this woman... Yeah, I've heard of her somewhere, like... Was she a member of Sugar Babes at some point? She was basically a prostitute in um, that Jesus kind of, like, Kind of befriended in a way. Everyone, because even back then prostitutes were looked down upon. And he did, so he like washed her feet or something like that. Are we sure she was a prostitute and it's not those fangirls just going a bit insane and dragging down the girlfriend of the guy that they love? It's possible. It's possible. She probably wasn't a prostitute, I'm sure she's right? a very nice lady, really. She might be. And pro- even prostitutes, some of them are nice. You never know. 
You've probably all met one and you don't even know it. Yeah, I mean, you it's the world's money. oldest profession. You need money, so, you know. Yeah, and women were quite limited on their career choices in the 1500s. Or not the 1500s, whenever Jesus was around. And it worked out well for her because she got mentioned in, you know, one of the biggest books in the world, so. Yeah, the best selling books of all time. Yeah. Yeah, she comes before Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> like comes before i'm talking about a prostitute anyway (laughs) so frau trefro uh left her home before the festival and just broke out into a spontaneous dance yeah you could say she was in the mood for dancing i'm in the mood for dancing romancing yeah i have a british accent so i just say romancing Romancing. Don't even British people say that anymore. Well, no, because I was singing a British accent rather than an American one. An American one, it's weird because it makes it rhyme. Yeah. Romancing. Well, let's not get too hard about that. (laughs) (laughs) So, Frau Trofea, or Truffaut, Truffaut's the, like, cinema guy. Trofea, (laughs) I'm going to call her. She collapsed after dancing all day and all night. Wasn't she dancing for several days? I was going to say, after that, she slept for a few hours and woke up and then started (laughs) dancing again. All right. So we're both kind of right. So she collapsed, slept for a few hours, and then when she woke up, she broke out into a spontaneous dancing again. After a few days of dancing, she was completely exhausted and her shoes were filled with blood because she was dancing so much and she couldn't stop. Man, that's not nice. (laughs) Yeah. And after several days, she was taken away, hoping with the hopes that she would rest up and stop dancing. But (laughs) to no avail, she died, apparently, I guess. Well, she would have died at some point. Yeah, she would have died at some point. That's fucked up, though. I could just yeah. imagine her trying to restrain her, but she's she's still trying to dance. Yeah, well, in her coffin. Not maybe not in the coffin, but on like a bed or something like that. Could you imagine if she was still dancing, right? And she had the bell attached to her, and people thought, "Oh my god, she's alive!" It turns out it's just this dead body dancing. <laughs> it could be muscle spasms, actually. People like move after they're comatosed or dead. Yeah, very small moves it tends to be, though, doesn't it? Yeah, and probably not proper dancing. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you never know foot tapping. Mm. So her ordeal lasted up to six days. I don't think there's a specific time for it. But following this, up to 400 people who witnessed this were compelled to dance. They got so exhausted after a while, didn't they? Yeah. Well, this dancing, this spontaneous dancing lasted for up to a month, I think it is. Was it a month? Yeah, because it says by the end of August of 1518, yeah, about 400 people had just experienced this kind of collective, I think... Dancing mania. At the time, they thought it was probably like madness or something like that. Yeah. And multiple people died of heart attacks and strokes and just pure exhaustion. Yeah. That sounds familiar because I kind of got that off Wikipedia. There's only so many ways I can reword things, people. Yeah. What I found interesting was that a lot of, like, the um, the, the authorities at the time, they were quite concerned about this. They even put up, like, a stage that um, the people could dance on and stuff like that. They even hired musicians who could play pipes and drums to keep uh, the dancers kind of dancing. Why would they want to keep them dancing? To, to kind of get them out of it. So you just basically exhaust them out of it. I guess like when you're babysitting a toddler and you just let them run around the room just in the hopes that they'll get tired and go to sleep. Until they die. Yeah. No, <laughs> not until they die because I, I, 
I'd have to return the toddler. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of can't let it die. Yeah, but I kind of think that's what happened here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they wanted them to die. Mm. They probably just wanted to exhaust them to sleep. Yeah. Um, what they believed it was was hot blood or something like that. So they didn't necessarily see it as perhaps as a madness. They just saw it as some kind of condition. Uh, by hot blood, do you mean... Because it was summer. Possibly. Oh, okay. So they think people just got all hot and bothered. And because they're all sweaty and tired anyway, decide to go into spontaneous dancing. Yeah, perhaps. And be he dehydrated for a month. Either that or people actually felt their blood was actually boiling. Mm. I suppose it could happen when blood is a liquid, so... Maybe they just thought women... Because most of the dancers were women. Mm. Maybe they just thought, oh, women think, fuck it now. They don't give a shit. They're not going to be held down by the patriarchy. They're going to do whatever they like, and that's dancing. <laughs> it's like those rebels in Footloose. You know, dancing was outlawed, and they decide to do it anyway. It kind of seems like they couldn't help it, though. Even if you're really dedicated to that cause, I think you'd, you'd stop after some point. Mm. I'm surprised that some guy hasn't said that it was about the female sexual desire or something. They were so horny that they were dancing constantly. Yeah. They need a man to tame them. I'm surprised I didn't come across that. Shall I be that person? <laughs> Go ahead. That will be a point of view. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. But you never know, it could be. The dancing plague of 1518 wasn't exactly an isolated incident either. It wasn't. No, I mean, there's been a few cases of this happening over the last, not the last centuries, over the early centuries of calendars. <laughs> as, uh, as early as the 7th century. Yeah, and I think there was a particular place in the 1300s, wasn't there? Yeah, 1374. Which I think is pretty close to the time of the Black Plague as well. Maybe it was a symptom of the Black Plague. Mm. I don't know if it's the Black Plague or not, because I think with that you kind of get lumps and stuff like that. Well, the Black Plague is another word for the bubonic plague, no? I think so. Yeah, so you get boils and shit. Yeah. I mean, clearly I was destined to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's at a similar time, so I, I wonder whether they probably thought it might be connected somehow. Mm. Whether they thought it was a plague even back then. Maybe it was an illness. I mean, there were so many illnesses back then that have like died out over time. Yeah, there are some interesting theories about what it might be because there's no like explanation really for it, is there? No, and we'll probably never know. Except I have it on good authority that dancing mania does still occur today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. At my work Christmas parties, you see everyone gets really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and they're dancing till the early hours. Yeah, it, def it definitely So it basically still happens. happens around Christmas time, I'm thinking. When all the booze is free and all these companies go on their Christmas dues. Yeah. And everyone just lets out all that energy and frustration they've been kind yeah. of building up over the year. Yeah. They usually have fights. There's fight mania as well, I think. So. Wait, I've never been to a Christmas party where a fight occurred. I don't think I've been to a party where a fight occurred. No. I don't think I have, actually, to be honest. Have you ever been to a party? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Fuck off. Of course I've been to parties. <laughs> Other the ones that we invite you to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't tend to hold parties myself. It's not a kind Neither of do I, because that just means cleaning up after people. Yeah. Uh, that's a stupid idea. Why would I volunteer to do that? Yeah. I don't even like cleaning up on my, after myself most of the time. Honest, I don't really like having people in my house, to be honest. Me either. No one gets invited to my house. 
Sometimes they just impose themselves, but I'd never invite anyone. To be honest, my housemate's lucky. I'd even let him come in the house. <laughs> anyway, what what are the reasons for this dancing plague? Well, obviously, at the time, they thought it was hot blood, but... I think we tend to rule that out these days. One theory was that the dancers had possibly ingested ergot. This is a psychotropic mould, apparently. And this grows on stalks of rye. Ergot or ergo? I thought it was ergo. Ergo. Er, ergo might sound better, actually, I think. Yeah, because that's an actual word. Ergo. Yeah. yeah. Ergo. You can't help sounding a tussle when you say it like that. <laughs> But to be honest, Matt, I think we sound like tossers a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently er- ergoism. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> <here. laughs> okay. This can trigger um, delusions and spasms. So they think they were just spasming for a month yeah. or until they passed out. But this article I was reading on BBC uh, something. The, the guy who writes this article suggests that a more typical symptom of ergoism is actually that it cuts off the blood supply to the extremities so basically literally fall apart rather than go dancing no? yeah so it's the opposite <laughs> pretty much if anything dancing would help your blood supply and blood circulation yeah so it while it's impossible um this guy doesn't believe it. it's very reliable. likely yeah another theory was that the dancers were a member of a heretical heretical cult Am I saying heretical, right? Heretic. Heretical. Heretical, that's better. Heretical cult. <laughs> <laughs> I spend my whole day correcting people's language and I come home and do oh, it. Shut up, I'm trying my no, best. No, I'm just stating it. It's just really funny. It's not until you have to actually say it out loud. I've had moments like that before. It sounds all right in your head and then you say it out loud and it's like, is that right? Yeah. Is that even a word? I know. Oh, but it's not even a French word as well. Fuckers. Heretical. Uh, yeah. But again, this the guy who writes this article believes that's another uh, rather improbable theory because back then, if you were a heretic, they wouldn't be trying to dance it out of you. They would have thrown you in prison pretty much straight away. And basically, also, the, at the time, they were almost certain that the dancers weren't wanting to dance. So it's not like they were dancing because they wanted to kind of offend Jesus or something like that or offend the Catholic Church. So yeah. they weren't doing it willingly, whereas if they were part of a heretical cult, they would be. Yeah. Unless they've been completely Mind taken melded. over. Yeah. Unless their mind's been completely taken over by the cult leader or something like that. Even then, I don't know. Yeah. There's another one called Coro... How do I say it? Coromania. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's a theory saying that the women started dancing just to annoy their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that, like, not starting off with, but I think after a while, I could understand why you might get annoyed. So this one is kind of similar to what I was saying earlier about sexual frustration. Yeah. Because they said people that are joined in might have been sexually frustrated. Mm. That's an interesting one. I don't know. So basically, or, it's or because dance. wives were unhappy. The dancing ah. plague happened because the board housewives weren't happy with their lives. And they wanted to take it out on their husbands by dancing to death. That's got to be chronically sexually frustrated, isn't it? Yeah. I must say that this theory only came about a couple of years after the dancing plague happened. So it was still the 1500s. So guys were... I'm not saying guys aren't sexist pigs now because, come on, Harvey Weinstein and all that shit have proved they are. But 
it was a lot more unbalanced back then than it is now. Yeah, I suppose it's possible, perhaps. What, the, the women started dancing to annoy their husbands? Maybe. You never know. I'd, I'd probably just talk to my husband to annoy him. I mean, I don't have a husband. Maybe that's why I don't have a husband. I don't know. It's different back then, you know. It might not be the subjects you might have been able to bring up back then. Maybe, because they're being overt with their bodies and out in public. And back then, they were in the man's property. Yeah. So I guess that kind of probably would annoyed, would have annoyed men. And we don't know how they were dancing. They could be dancing sexually. They could be stripping off their clothes. They could be showing it to the whole world. That would royally piss off their men. That'd be like the longest strip show in the world. <laughs> yeah. I could join that feminist um, parade. I'd support that. That would be funny. Well, start that like off, a load of women just having dancing mania just to piss off their husbands. <laughs> I think I think these days, if you did it, to be honest, I think the husband would just pack up and leave anyway. Or they could join in if, you know, it was a balanced relationship. Possibly. Wait a minute. So hold on a second. If you had a wife that broke out in spontaneous dancing, you would just pack up and leave. That would be the end of your marriage. After about a month of it, yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Can I can I put forward another point of view, yeah? Yeah. If they could dance for a month, they've got stamina. Mm. How how would they have the stamina for that background? A month of dancing, Jesus Christ. What do they put in the bread? I don't know. So probably did have to work pretty hard back then. Probably. There's a lot more heavy lifting. We didn't have machinery and stuff. Yeah. Housewives weren't just chained to like a fucking kitchen. They actually had to do shit around the house. I mean, you've got to milk, <laughs> you've got to milk the cows, you've, you've got to churn the cheese, you've got to make the wine, you've got to bake the bread, you've got to go and carry gallons of water across town. To be honest, I, I didn't live in the 1500s, I don't know what happened then, but I'm just guessing. Well, if this dancing place, anything to go by, a lot of crazy shit happened back then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is, like, what, another theory going about, and this is... This guy um, who writes this BBC article, this is the theory he believes. And that is um, that basically the dancers were in some kind of trance state. That, to him, explains why they were able to dance for such a long time. He also suggests this is much more likely because it's more likely to happen to people who suffer extreme psychological distress. Like being married in the 1500s. Possibly. And it, he also connects this with those who believe in the possibility of spirit possession which we know people back then did he kind of thinks it's a mixture of a city that you know was suffering from severe famine and disease yeah and they believed in um, a saint called saint vitus or vitus and he had the power to take over people's minds and afflict on them a compulsive need to dance once they began to anticipate that um this curse from saint Vitus or Vitus was coming, this increased the chances that they would enter into this trance state. And once they were starting to act like they were cursed, they would slowly begin to start dancing and then it would get, you know, wilder and wilder. So basically, um, this epidemic was a result of desperation and pious fear. That's this guy's theory. And oh. his explanation for why. Uh, this kind of thing's come less and less over the years, is that the super kind of naturalist beliefs that led to these kind of things have slowly kind of died out. Uh, particularly um, because uh, at the time, this place was kind of particularly quite Catholic. 
And they did tend to believe a lot more in um, these like weird saints that had strange powers. And after the Reformation, even though that happened more like in England and Holland, it still may have had an impact in some of these places. Mm. And so this, the whole kind of saint worship uh, that used to exist back then isn't quite so strong as it is used to be. So uh, that's why we don't have too many uh, more dancing plagues anymore. <gasps> that makes sense. And then it comes back around Christmas. Christmas. Uh, that's kind um, of different kind full of Full circle. Oh, well, it's faith in something that doesn't exist. Yeah, true. I'm not saying Christ didn't exist. He probably existed. but I thought you were talking about Santa Claus. Christmas. Jesus yeah. Christ. Santa Claus. That's who I was talking about. Oh. Jesus Christ isn't Santa. I was talking about Santa. Oh, uh, yeah, he's Saint, isn't he? He's Saint Nicholas. Okay. Yeah. I was just uh, thinking of something holy and, you know, religious. Yeah, I suppose Jesus is holy. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you just he's got Christ a familial there. link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that qualifies him. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. His mother was a virgin mother. Yeah. yeah. If that happened in 2017, wow. Would would you believe it? Anyway, that's that's probably a story for another day. Our Christmas episode will be was Mary really a virgin? Yeah. That's going to be a classic episode that is. <laughs> We're gonna, people already hate us. Yeah, probably. The thing is they only really hate us for Richie Edwards. I mean, there are so many other reasons they could hate us. Yeah. That's the one they pick. I know, that was a strange one. Super fans though, probably. Yeah. Anyway, what what were we saying? We were talking about saint worship dying, basically. Okay. That's a good thing. Yeah. I do quite like this theory. I think it's possibly true. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we do know the brain can do some quite weird things, so it's not impossible. Or maybe, maybe 1518 is when the world's first set of Harry bows were made, but we didn't know about it. And people were hyped up on the E numbers and they just could not stop shaking. Because <laughs> I know... Yeah, Harry Because I know from doing essays and trying to stay awake, Harry Bows did that for me. Really? Those fizzy Harry Bows kept me up. Wow. First of all, the sugar. Second of all, the E numbers. Third of all, it leaves like a weird feeling in your mouth, especially when you're really tired. Yeah. And then you're just sort of like playing with, you know, your gums and stuff and the sides of your cheeks. So it feels really funny. Yeah. I don't think... Like, I, I tried Red Bull to keep me awake. That doesn't really work. Yeah. That just made me feel more sleepy. Mm. So, yeah, not a good idea. Maybe these people were just trying to stay awake. Maybe they're having really bad nightmares. Um, yeah, that's that's one way of keeping yourself awake. What, dancing, dancing, dancing? It's a bit of a price to pay, though, to have a heart attack or stroke. Maybe these wives really were mad at their husbands and they wanted to kill themselves, but they wanted to go down in history doing it. Yeah, that's another possible explanation. Mm. Basically, you, you just think they're really angry. Well, I could believe in the fungi. Or the mould or whatever you call it. I think it's fungi. Purely because um, there wouldn't be many sources of food, would there, back then? There'd be the same places um, distributing food to the same families or same areas. So I could buy into the fact that loads of people got this fungal infection or were poisoned by this fungi because they'd have access to the same foods. Yeah. A dancing play being contagious... Other than mentally, 
I don't see how that's possible. I don't know. Some, uh, there is those cases like social, when it becomes socially kind of contagious. What, you mean like loving Trump? Yeah. And so harassing you like, women? Yeah. <laughs> you see one person do it and you think... You see Trump grabbing someone by the pussy and like all the Harvey Weinsteins and the, you know, the Matt Lowers, Lowers and the Louis C.K.'s decide to do it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that was last episode. Let's move on. <laughs> If you saw lots of people doing it, you kind of think maybe I've got to do this. Maybe you think it's some kind of order that you have to do it or it's even come from <gasps> God. So, you know. That makes sense because I did some work experience in central London uh, last year and I never really got on, on buses at peak time in central mm. London before. I always used to walk places like everything was local. My college was local. My, well, actually, no, college, I need to get a bus, but it was different. It wasn't central, central London, like Waterloo. People queued for buses and I just joined the queue. Oh. They had bus etiquette, peak time, zone one. They have bus etiquette. Any other time of day, people are like fucking animals. Like, I'm standing there for 10 minutes. Someone trods along two minutes before the bus arrives. They decide to run in front of me and I kiss my teeth at them. Bastards. Bus etiquette. Cue. I don't even know what point I was trying to make, but I get it. You must be so afflicted in your life. What, because people don't follow bus etiquette? Yeah, yeah. We live in Britain. People queue for everything but public transport. <laughs> it's really piss-taking. You don't notice that? Um, oh, I, I, I don't live in London. I think that's more a London thing, to be honest. People queue to get into fucking prison, <laughs> but they can't queue for fucking public transport. Oh, yeah. Everyone's desperate to get into prison. <laughs> I think that's more forced queuing rather than they actually choose to. <laughs> one in, one out system. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, the dancing plague. Yeah. I mean, how did it end? Like, why did it stop? Did people just, did all of the, them just die? I guess enough stopped. Because it finished around the end of August, didn't it? Maybe it just, the temperature yeah. just dropped. Maybe it was the hot blood, you know? Possibly. Or maybe by that point, other people had seen enough of those people dying yeah. to decide, okay, this isn't the societal pressure that I'm giving into. Well, I, I think I read something about how they were taken up to some mountain. And they had to pray for, like, absolution or something like that. Really? Yeah. So maybe it was God that so ended it. So they were cured by prayers. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, a different, like, maybe a new area kind of was good for them or something like that, and it kind of took them out of the trance. Maybe. Fresh air. Maybe there was something in the air. Maybe it was a toxic air. Yeah, that could be it. And maybe that's also a reason why women were more affected than men, because I like to think that we're all equal, but... Like, men are built differently to women. Like, women can't handle as much alcohol or drugs as men. Mm. Like they have to have few, fewer units of alcohol per day. So yeah. maybe it's the same thing. Maybe there was, like, some toxic fumes or something. Because there was an incident in, I think it was Italy as well. Yeah. In the 1200s, so 1237. In Italy, mm. like, 100 children broke out into a dancing plague, and some of them died. Yeah. So... Yeah, the toxic fumes could have affected them. I mean, I don't know what toxic fumes it would be that went from Italy to France yeah. over the course of a couple of, a couple of centuries. But it's possible. It could happen, I guess. I mean, it's as likely as all the others. Yeah. I don't know what toxic air would be though, at that time. I don't know. But I don't know. The air was 
pretty clean back then. We're the ones that have fucked it up. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe we all should be living the dancing playbook because we've polluted it so much. Yeah. We've become more miserable as people and we've stopped dancing. I guess it could be like, because they had volcanoes quite a lot back then. Mm. And they would have erupted a lot more, I think, back then. So it's possible that it could be like some kind of ash from a volcano. Yeah, possibly. Oh, there's another theory on how it ended. Mm. So you see my theory about women being frustrated with their husbands and trying to annoy them. Yeah. The guy that came out with that theory, his name was Paracelsus. Paracelsus. Yeah. I don't know if you've come across him before. Is this going where I think it's going to go? He he was a misogynist prick. So that's how I'm going to start this thing. He called them, and I quote, whores and scoundrels. And he believes that they shouldn't be treated right or fairly. He, he believed they should be treated horribly to reflect the fact that they're whores and scandals. Yeah. He stated they should they should have been locked in a dark room and they shouldn't really be allowed to eat other than having bread mm. and or water. So, yeah, that's another way it could have stopped. I suppose. That's a rather kind of brutal way of dealing with it. Yeah, this guy seems like a prick to me. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's stuck in my head. I'm not, I'm not sure that's how we'd kind of deal with things <laughs> today, you know. Just put someone in, in a dark room and not feed them. <laughs> yeah, not even mental hospitals do that. Yeah. And mental hospitals used to be, not not even that long ago, but used to be awful places. Yeah. I mean, they lobotomized people until recently. Ugh, mm. not good. Yeah. I mean, if, like, people are thinking it's spiritual, the cause is spiritual, or people are, like, possessed... Did, like, any of that lead to any exorcisms or anything? Because it's fairly religious time, no? Yeah, I guess. It's Catholic as well, so they're the kind of people who do that. So it's possible that they they were kind of... I didn't, It's funny, I didn't realize, read about them being kind of exorcised, though. Wait, when did exorcisms become a thing? I guess it's got been around for ages. Oh, okay. Because I didn't know if it was recent or not. But yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't have tried exercising them. Maybe they just couldn't get them to stay still. Yeah. But that wouldn't have stopped them to tying them up or tying them down. Mm. It's funny, cause, but I didn't read anything about exorcisms, which I thought... Neither did you, I. ...you would, considering. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe maybe they did. But, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I, d- I don't believe it would have any effects. I, I couldn't see it as being what would actually stop it. No. But yeah. There's no, like, good, like, reason for it to end. No. I mean, I've read one thing about they were bound, as in they were, like, sort of tied, swaddled. Yeah. Like a baby. Yeah. And that kind of stopped them. It kind of soothed them. And the survivors thought it helped. Yeah. Yeah. That's possible. But, I don't. yeah, I don't know why it ended. I don't know why it started. I don't know why it ended. Yeah. I don't, yeah. At, at, at the end of the day, we're not going to be able to tell anyone why it ended not unless we get our time machine yeah so maybe we should start a kickstarter for the dog seduction <laughs> for our time machine and also like my new laptop and microphone yeah we possibly. need that time machine and the new laptop and microphone would help <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more likely to get the time machine at this point yeah yeah people are more likely to fund that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. you'd have to let them name it though as well so it'd probably be like time machine the wankers Machiney or something like that. Yeah, that's a shit name. It's like Boaty McBoatface. It's the whole kind of thing. 
That's that's probably what, that's no. what we'll get. No, what we will do to help people name our time machine, we should just give them options, and they can we can take a poll. A poll, right? Yeah. Yeah, a poll on what people want. I mean, no one listens to this podcast, but our friends, and not even them. So no one would partake in this poll, <laughs> which also means we wouldn't earn any money for our time machine. Oh my god, this that okay? We're gonna start a poll, right? Who thinks we, the Dork's Deduction should get a time machine? You can answer via email at thedorksdeduction at gmail.com, on the Twitter, or on the Facebook. I just had to get it in there uh-huh. because we always forget to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, we can carry on chatting. We've got time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the listeners probably don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking of names for, for the, for the, um, the time, time machine. machine. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to know what we should name it just to piss some people off? What? The Manic Street Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, cause, I mean, because our friends don't listen, it'd be good just to call it the Killers of Shit or something like that, you know. Hey, I like the Killers. <laughs> I like the Killers. Um, or, you know, Brad Pitt sucks dick or something like that, you know. Well, Brad Pitt almost punched Harvey Weinstein, so I kind of respect the guy. So, no, I'm not going to go for that. Oh, fine then. Well, well, we won't do any of those suggestions then. How about we oh, name we could, it we Harvey... Sheila LaBeouf or something like that. I was going to say we should name it Harvey Weinstein. How about you remove a rib so you can suck your own dick? Ooh. I mean, it's a little long, but I think we could fit it on our time machine. <gasps> we should get a time ship, not a time machine. Yeah. I was a bit worried when you started off with Harvey Weinstein. Are you happy with how it ended? Yeah, it, I mean, it ended better, but <laughs> I was like, shit, we're not calling a, bait off, a time machine after Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein has never ended well, so um, it's nice to have a change. Anyway, that's horrible. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, actually, no, that's not offensive. Okay, we can leave that in. The amount of shit I had to cut out when we were talking about Harvey Weinstein, Matt. <laughs> 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 Our last episode together. And I was like, oh, this could be really offensive. I'm going to get rid of it because it's still too soon. <laughs> yeah, I'd leave it for a few years, yeah. A few years? I don't think that's going to be long enough. Yeah, there's probably still going to be more allegations coming out in a few years. Yeah. Um, well, I'm actually happy about that. I mean, at least people are speaking out. Yeah. We yeah. know the shitheads. I mean, we always kind of knew the shitheads. But now we really know the shitheads. Yeah. And most of them are hypocrites. God. But hey, that Republican nominee—he's he, still a nominee, even though he like what was it, raped or at least tried to rape a fourteen-year-old girl or something. Yeah, which one's that? Republicans, uh, Roy Moore. Oh, him. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So Republicans, sort yourself out. You can't just support him just because he's a member of your political party. Just sort yourselves out, love. <sighs> Don't be a dick. That's it. Oh my God. Should we name our podcast? Rename our podcast. Don't be a dick. Oh my god, that's what our time ship should be called. Yeah, I mean, if you saw Don't Be a Dick kind of flying through, you know, time, I think that brings hope oh my to god. everyone. And also, yeah, and also, should we have a banner following it? Like, you know, you can hire, like, planes with banners. Will be a time ship with a banner? Yeah, yeah. And the banner will say, don't ask me for a massage, you creep. Ah, right, yeah. Yeah. Seems like a good idea. Anyway, I think we should wrap this up because clearly we're not going to say anything else about the dancing plague. No, we're not. Okay, so um, we hope this was informative, which it probably won't be because we didn't really know much. We were just speculating. <laughs> yeah. Our whole podcast is based on speculation, though, so we should get over it. Yeah. So, yeah, if you have any thoughts, like I said, 
I, I, I know I said to email with your options of time ships and stuff, but if you want to say anything else, like suggestions or how amazing we are or how shit we are, then you can email us Twitter or Facebook and all that stuff. And hopefully you'll hear from us soon. Hopefully it'll be next week, but to be honest, we never know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> so I think it's time we bid goodbye because I can hear Matt's dog getting really angry in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he wants some attention. Yeah. Uh, someone's just come in, that's why. So. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Guten Tag. Yeah, guten Tag. <laughs>